up? Hey. We're going to say hey for like a minute while people roll on in. How's your water? Delicious, I know. Two people, oh my gosh. Is that was one of those you, Nick? No. One is not me, so. How's it going? One is not you, meaning the yeah. other one. I'm not. No, I'm. Never mind. They're not. Neither of them are us, apparently. Robert Kastner's ah. here. Hello, oh, Robert. How's it going? Um, this is on Facebook and on the YouTube's hobby. Welcome. If you're on Facebook and you want to comment, you might not be able to. Uh, or you'll be able to comment, but we might not see your name. Um, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> like this. See, like Facebook user. Yeah, like Facebook user. I don't know how we could possibly give you your singles match. <laughs> since you gone, you know. And I don't know why I put Robert back up there, but hey, Robert, again. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll wait just another few seconds here. Um, today we're basically going to be recapping Act 1 of Fandom Fights, uh, and then we'll look forward to Act 2. Um, as most of you are probably aware, uh, Nick posted today that we're also going to be a, a special surprise. So... There is an announcement to make. We'll save that for the end to make you guys watch us talk for like 30 minutes. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, we can start. Do you remember what act one was called? Oh, it was Cody. <laughs> I can see you now. <laughs> Cody, hey, we'll get you in, man. Like You're I'll, in the taking a break section right now. I'll put you in a match today. Like, let's let's film it now. Let's go. Cody is like one of the most underrated people ever. Like all he 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 studies so hard when he plays in a match as someone who has teamed with him and been in a faction with him. He he puts in the work. He puts in the work. Uh, all right. So I don't know why I have my board. We're not filming a match. Um, I also have my things. That you <laughs> I was getting it ready. Like we're about to shoot a match. Uh, so Act One of Fandom Fights. Nick, do you remember what it was called, Tim? Uh, it was called Anybody's Game. Anyone's Game? I don't think oh. we can accept anybody's game for, Fair. for two points. So, sorry. Steal. Yeah, Cody, you weren't studying, though, at the time. So, I don't, I don't blame That's you true. for that. I don't blame you for that. Uh, all right. So, Anyone's Game. Yes. Anyone's game. Which wound up being a lie, Tim, because it turned <laughs> out. It was Britney's game, and we were all just playing in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, obviously, to recap uh, this first act here, a lot of great stuff happened. There are a lot of good matches outside of the, the title matches. Um, but uh, it all culminated in, in two title matches, one that would see a new team's champion be crowned since the belts were vacated by uh, Manhattan Project at the end of last year, uh, and the other would be Brittany's first singles defense since she took the belt from Joe after cashing in uh, after the last one standing. Um, I guess we'll start with the teams match. Uh, we had pretty much every team that we had left with a positive record in this little picture here, um, just about, uh, and 
a lot of interesting things happen uh, throughout that picture to get there. One that I thought was crazy was Duel of the Fates, who obviously, spoiler alert, went on to become the champions. Mm. Knocked out great teams, and I will say great teams like both the Pinheads and uh, Guns and Chips. Yeah. The fact that they chalked up two extra knockouts before going to the championship match was, was kind of crazy. Uh, another one that surprised me was Galacti's Nuts performance against Young Justice. I thought for sure we were getting um, Duel of the Fates versus Young Justice 2 in the title match. And when Galacti's Nuts came in and killed it, really, that threw me the, for a loop. Both Galacti's Nuts matches were excellent. Who did it? Were, the Young Justice was the second one, right? Yes, they played uh, All Freaks, No Geeks the first time. That was an incredible match, too. I think Kirk co-hosted that one with me, and that was a lot of fun. That was a good match. For sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it wound up in Duel of the Fates playing against Galacti's Nuts uh, for the championship. And I think people are at the point where they should stop underestimating, and I'm speaking about myself, but they should stop underestimating Galacti's Nuts. Because going into that match, especially coming off of two knockouts, one being against Guns and Chips, I think anyone would guess like, oh, this is a walk in the park for Duel of the Fates. Uh, but there was a very real moment there where um, Galacti's Nuts not only had them on their toes, but almost won. Uh, I think that last question that decided the match, I think if Antonio had hit that, they would have gone into the last question with the lead. Or um, any, any other category. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so, wild stuff. Duel of the Fates, uh, clinching the titles. Uh, they were, I think, other than Guns and Ships, I think they were the only team in this little picture here that had previously challenged for the belts. Um, and that now... Sounds right. Yeah, sure that's right. And now in their now that they're the champions, their first defense will be at the same time when they first challenged for the belts uh, last year. So good yeah. stuff. Tim, thoughts on the team's title picture? Duel of the Fates are your champions. I think you said it all. I mean, guns, uh, guns and ships, great team getting. I mean, both of the teams that got knocked out. It, it sucks, but also like Duel of the Fates, like is on a fucking roll. And then I think you, I agree. So like guns and ships. And um, I'm totally blanking on what the other one was. You just said it. Um, Pinheads. Pinheads. Thank you. Um, both excellent teams with excellent players who have uh, done a lot. And it, it just Brittany and Tyler were on a tear. And then I agree. I think um, that um, Galacti's nuts coming in and just kind of like really surprised. Again, I, I, I don't want to say the word surprising because I think that like, we were saying all last season, like they were one of those rookie teams that like was really surprising. Like I had no idea who Abel was before last year and he came in and crushed it. And then, yeah, I, I think they did a great job. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them back again uh, later this season, but duel of the fates, man. Yeah. No, I think the thing with Galacti's nuts is, is yeah, they surprised us when they showed how good they were as a rookie team. But even at that point, at least me personally, I still wasn't at the point where I was like, Eh, could these guys compete for a title one day? Sure. Maybe, maybe not. Um, and I think that's mostly due to the fact that Antonio and Abel hadn't yet done things like in singles yet. Like Duel of the Fates came together and then Brittany immediately won the tournament and she beat Tyler who was in the finals of the tournament. And it was like, wow, these two people have already accomplished a lot of things. Um, I think we're not only going to see Galacti's Nuts do great things this year uh, after this title performance. I think especially the way Antonio played in the singles picture that we're that's about, what I was about to, to say. Uh, and Abel already had his first match against uh, no easy opponent and performed amazingly. Uh, so I think Abel and Antonio are two people, not only as a team, but individuals to look out for this year. It's going to be crazy. 
Uh, but with that, uh, Duel of the Fates is your new champion. For exactly 24 hours, uh, Brittany was the fifth person ever uh, to be double belted. And then, spoiler alert, it was more than 24 hours because she defended her belt against uh, Amaru, who went through um, the likes of Boatman, who beat Antonio in a very come-from-behind win. Like, Antonio yes. had that one in the... We do accuracies, and in that match, Antonio had a way higher accuracy than Amaru, but he just happened to play round three correctly. That's why, like, a lot of the times people will have a higher accuracy in a match, but, like, it's not over till it's over because if you know how to play round three and your opponent stumbles, like, it doesn't matter that they did better than you up until that point. It can flip the whole thing around because uh, Amaru did that. And, honestly, I think Jake did the same thing uh, against Kaiser uh, in the match prior to oh, the, yeah. in the match prior to the contender match. I think uh, everyone would have thought Kaiser was de- I personally, when this whole thing started, when the when the eight people were chosen who had 500 records, mm. I was putting money. I was like, I think Kaiser is going to be the person to challenge for this belt. Um, so Jake beating Kaiser was definitely a huge upset. And then Jake versus Amaru was just as close as any match. Um, so I think Amaru making it to his first title uh, from after being away for a while was definitely awesome. But Brittany showed that she is not going to be an easy champion to dethrone. Yeah. Um... Again, I think <laughs> you're so good at recapping everything, but you're right. I mean, like we've been we've been saying it for a while. Like it was just Brittany's nuts. Like it, she's she's so good, and it's it's honestly like both incredible to watch and infuriating at the same time. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what she does next and who she goes up against next. Excuse me, we're live streaming. Uh, but I think, again, like you alluded to before, Abel and Antonio starting their season off really strong. Um, other players, like Rue, obviously, getting to the title match, playing really strong, playing the game really smartly um, is almost as hard as, like, just having the knowledge. So, um, yeah, good shit. And, yeah, no, like, Brittany missed two questions. Um a lot of people were saying, like, in that first title match when Brittany challenged Joe, like, both of them were rusty. They both missed more questions in round one than they had missed in their title matches prior uh, to that. Brittany's back where she was. She hit two questions. The fact that Amaru didn't get knocked out is, is incredible. It just shows how good Amaru is because Brittany was playing on another level. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, some other interesting things happened in round one, probably worth mentioning. Most of it was part of, part of title pictures. Um, I think... Mark Menchaca, uh, Albert Ware Harma, Cameron Holtzman, uh, all coming off of not the best ends of seasons last year. Uh, both, all of them got another win and performed very well to show that maybe like this is a good comeback season for them. Uh, Abel beat Alex. Uh, there was some other great stuff. Because of all those people winning, you will see them again very early on in Act 2. Nice. Uh, so look out for those. Uh, and then the other things to mention are we had all, all our debut singles players. Um and I think we have a very good, very, very good crop of uh, singles rookies. Um, I would have to go fact check this because I'm not entirely sure. But I think Bill had the best uh, performance in a singles debut possibly ever. Um, and second was probably Igor, who lost to him. <laughs> Sudden death, baby. 
I missed. I was I I was out of town when like three incredible fandom matches like shot. It was that one. It was the Jake and Kaiser one. Like I missed like a bunch of them. I was gone for a week and I got back and I was like, "What did I miss?" And you were like, "Incredible shit." I told you about it and I was like, "Yeah, I was drunk." Uh, so, no, that was that that was another good one. Yeah. No, Bill had ninety one percent accuracy. Igor eighty six. Like. In, insane stuff right out of the gate. Ryan Payne won his singles debut after being around for a while. He finally debuted in singles. He won with 85% accuracy. That was another good one, yeah. Against Will Cohen, who's going to be a good singles player, even if he started out with a loss. Uh, and then a bunch of people who we hadn't seen, Brandon Cohen, Dean Manis, Maria Hammond, uh, pulling out a great win over Brandon. Uh, Dean, even though he lost to Payson. Payson, who, who would have thought could win one in fandom? It was crazy. I did. I told him to play. That's true. Good job, Tim. Thank you. Yep. Um, Payson won. I, I think all the people, even the ones who lost, have promising careers ahead of them. So I'm excited to see. Some, sometimes we do debut matches um, and we'll kind of be like, eh, this person doesn't really seem like they cared very much. It uh, doesn't seem like they're going to eventually put in the work or eventually become good at this. Um, so maybe we we won't see them again. I don't think that's the case with, with the eight people we saw. So, yeah, you'll see the people who won very soon. Uh, you'll see the people who lost again this season. Uh, it's going to be cool. Yeah. And now I want to know what's happening next. Well, if you hashtag stayed till the end, this oh. single title match, like Bucky did. Yes, uh, Bucky was pumped. He's clearly yeah. excited. Yes. Um, you would see that we released the title for Act 2. Uh, as well as had, uh, we're gonna start reach out, reaching out to more people and being like, "Hey, can you shoot like this little scene for us?" Like, yeah, because because Joe did a great job. Um, Joe shot a little post credit scene for you, showing that he's getting ready because he, after five defenses, uh, earned an automatic rematch. Uh, we told him it wasn't going to be Brittany's immediate first defense, but if she was able to defend the first time then we would get yet another rematch between Joe and Brittany because we don't even need a title picture for this next one. Your titles, uh, your singles title shot at the end of Act 2 will be Brittany versus Joe 4. Fourth time. Hasn't even been a year. And because these two are so good and they just keep winning uh, events that get them title matches and winning title pictures that get them title matches, hasn't even been a year and they've already played them. They will have played in four title matches. Uh, but... It is for that and another reason that Act 2 will appropriately be called Revenge of the Fuzz. Nice. I thought about this. After Joe defended his belt for the third time, I was like, whatever, whenever, when and if ever Joe loses, when he challenges for the belt again, that act will be called Revenge of the Fuzz. Love it. Yeah. Thoughts <laughs> on the, the rematch, Tim? I mean... I... <laughs> So it stresses me out uh, because, frankly, here we go. Uh, yeah, here comes the fuzz, as Barr says. Uh, and I will say, sometimes we put on an act for you and try to be like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen. Haven't shot this one yet. Yeah. We don't know who's going to win this rematch. This is all our genuine speculation. Yeah, so I think um, when the, the whole Nick Tuig Thomas Scully thing was going on, you know, like everyone was like, and Brokala. I would argue yeah. that was a three person. 
No, I'm saying in general, the you versus Scully, the Scully versus Nick, I, like main thing. Like, because you guys played way more than I think you and I played, right? Like, I mean, in title matches specifically, I think. Specifically in title matches, I played Scully in three and I played you in two. So, yeah, I guess. I just think that there was a point where we kind of said, like, the, one of the big reasons we did that triple threat was, like, we didn't want it to get boring, whatever. Like, we didn't want, like, the, the magic to fade. I think there's still, because it's been under a year with Joe and Brittany, it's still, like, ah. But if we get to, like, you know, the sixth one, then I might be, like, what are we doing? But I'm... I I'm genuinely excited because I think that Brittany is, uh, for one, with Cody now, who I think would rather throw his computer into a ravine than ever lose to Joe Farrelly. Um, so I think that with that, the motivation there, she has a great corner with Cody and with Birch. Joe has a great corner as well and is pissed. So it's like, and they're both, which we're going to get to, they're both working on two things at once. They're both working on teams and singles at once. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how it's going to go. I, I agree with you a little bit, though I feel like it's never been more tense right now. If, they had, played, if they had played three times and Joe won all three times, I would be a little bit like, okay, like, what what are we doing here? But... Um, the fact that Brittany was able to take it from him, um, and it, even if she, and if she can defend again, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, sweet. Uh, if she can, um, <laughs> Good to if know. she can defend again, and it's two all, I would tell you that Joe versus Brittany five would be maybe my most anticipated matchup. That's fair. That's fair. To be fair, I um, said six. You did say six, but no, <laughs> no I got five you. Would happen, and then I'd be like, wow, wow. And then six would happen. I'd be like, cool. Like someone's at three and someone's at two. Like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Um, but at this moment in time, the fact that Brittany was able to take it from him after the first two matches being like as close as matches can be without going to sudden death. Um, I think this should be a very highly anticipated rematch. Yeah. No, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, and it'll also set the stage pretty intense for the rest of the season mm -hmm. because the repercussions of who loses not being able to play in the tournament. Uh, well, neither of them are playing in the tournament, but uh, basically whoever loses getting to focus in on something else even harder is a scary thought as well. Because if, you know, if Joe beats Brittany, then Brittany puts all of her energy into Duel of the Fates. And that's terrifying for every team out there and vice versa for Wookiee Mistake and Singles. Yeah. So. yeah. But uh, speaking of, you, you mentioned team names. Uh, we should get to the team's picture. Porg Problems. Oh, Wookiee Mistake. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm so sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> can someone name their team Porg Maggie? Can you name? Can you make a new team and name them Porg Problems? Porg Problems. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm working. <laughs> this fucking asshole's streaming live to 14 people. I'm trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So, uh, to set the stage for uh, this this picture, some of you may not recall, uh, but at the end of last season, uh, or in the middle of last season, Wookiee Mistake lost their belts to dummies. Uh, they were told the next time they would play is the tournament, uh, something they are no stranger to. They had won it prior. Uh, they won the tournament again. Uh, made it to the finals, beat Guns and Ships in the finals, uh, won the tournament. But unfortunately, due to uh, personal reasons, uh, they were not able to shoot the title match. They had to bow out of the title match. That's how we got uh, Guns and Chips first Manhattan Project to play. Manhattan Project won. That's how Manhattan Project went on to win the titles before dropping the belts. Um, because they were not able to play, uh, we told Wookie Mistake that, listen, you won the tournament, but because you're forfeiting the title shot, we can't give you an automatic title shot. What we can give you is an automatic contender match. And that automatic contender match would not be the very next title picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, that would leave Revenge of the Fuzz Act 2 to be the place for that. So Revenge of the Fuzz not only refers to Joe's rematch, uh, it also refers to Wookie Mistake coming back. Uh, after missing out on their title shot uh, after winning the tournament. So, Wookiee Mistake will be in a contender match. Who are they going to play? Uh, It's going to be a rookie team. Uh, Similar to how Duel of the Fates first rose to their first title match, we're going to have eight rookie teams compete in a mini tournament of sorts. Uh, And the the 3-0 rookie team that comes out of that little tournament will play Wookiee Mistake in a number one contender match. Uh, Winner will go on to play for the title. Uh, Some of those rookie teams that you will see coming are as follows. Uh, we have the Space Wizards, uh, Brandon Dunlap and Mike Shea. We have the Saga, a team whose name, whose real name I will likely never say, yeah, no. uh, in Nazario Montenegro and Brandon Cohen. We have uh, Flurkin Shit Up. Good team name. Great team. I agree with that. Uh, Jay Burns, uh, for the first time without Mark Meyer, Jay Burns, uh, teaming up with Ryan Payne. I think uh, they'll form a pretty good duo. Uh, we have the Dirigible Plums, two complete unknowns in uh, Chadwick Webb and Noah McCausland. Uh, and then on the other side of things, we have Book of Morbin, uh, rookie Igor Kosick has team Great, up. great team name. Yeah, honestly, I have no complaints about any of any of these team names. I think they're all pretty good. Uh, Igor Kosick has teamed up with Adelaide Spence uh, since, you know, they broke up all their teams <laughs> for some reason. Uh, um we have Second Breakfast Club, um, Jack Pinchuk and Alex Martinez, the two winners of Fandom Team's Frenzy last year, I think, realized they like working together and formed a team. Uh, Rule of Two, uh, Kaiser Wang and Robert Kastner. Now, now that Meltzer has uh, taken a step back, Robert Kastner, former two-times team's champion, has teamed up with Kaiser uh, to try and go become... Uh, there's only two people that have done this before. It's, uh, it's Tim and it's Scully who are three-time champion, team's champions, uh, two of those times being with uh, the same team and then the third being with a different team. Does that make sense? So you were team's champions with Arkham Knights? Three, three times with you and twice with you. And Who's- then twice with Knights of Ren. Scully was uh, – oh, wait, did I speak? Bo- Scully's twice, I think, right? Scully's only twice. I might have been mistaken. I so, so I guess you're the you're the only one. Okay. So Tim, Tim's the only one uh, who who would be a who would be a three time champions. Um, and uh, so he's teamed up with Kaiser. If him and Kaiser can make it uh, to the title match and win, Robert will join a very elite club that only includes Tim right now. Uh, and then the last team is Wrong Side of the River, 
uh, Amaru and Jacoby coming back uh, to Phantom Fights. Amaru, after just challenging for a title, uh, obviously puts himself in a good position with a player like Jacoby, uh, who is no slouch himself. Uh, so I think we're, uh, we're in for some good debut matches. Uh, and like I said, the winner of those eight teams will play Wookiee Mistake in a contender match. The winner will go on to play uh, Duel of the Fates. I'll say already how poetic it would be, and this is another match we haven't shot yet, uh, when Wookiee Mistake plays in the contender match. If Wookiee Mistake should make it back to Duel of the Fates, it'd be very poetic because exactly one year ago from that title match was when Duel of the Fates challenged Wookiee Mistake in their first title shot. So the roles would be reversed. Wookiee Mistake would be looking to get their belts back. Duel of the Fates would be the defending champions this time. Uh, or they could be going up against a, to a, to a totally rookie team. So uh, either way, I think it's exciting. Tim, what are your thoughts? It's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players, some unknowns. I love it, man. I'm pumped. Teams is uh, what I've always been, like, super in love with. Like, I love singles, but I love teams. And when there's new teams, it's always good. I love new teams, but not enough to break up all the teams so that we have none of them. I just don't – listen, I'll stop speaking in code. You just challenged for a title, and you almost won. You probably would have been, like, in a contender match for the vacant belt. I don't get it. Anyway. It's true. Maybe one of the if, – but if one of the teams can, you know, make it to the title match, then I'll eat my left shoe. It's fine. That's fair. Why the left one? I need the right one. Fair. Um, okay. So that's act two. Yeah. I mean, there's some other matches. Like, th those aren't the only things happening in act two. There's oh, some other... really? Yeah, there's some other things going on. We got some, like, um, we have true, full transparency. We have some singles matches happening that were originally tar part of a title picture for this act. Uh, but once Joe lost to Brittany, we knew that this was going to be the rematch. So these have now all become tournament seeding matches. Um, very, I think, very interesting matches. We got people... Uh, who won a match in Act 1, like Cameron Holtzman, Albert Ward Harmon, Mark Chaka, Abel. They're going up against uh, people who are very highly ranked. So Holtzman's playing Kastner. Uh, Albert's playing Javi. Mark's playing Jacoby uh, in his first singles match back. Uh, Abel's playing Tyler Birch. Um, those are all, I believe, going to be very good matches. Uh, we have some teams matches, some teams we haven't seen, like Malachi Cargo uh, is playing Welcome to Fandom Bitch. Uh, we have Back to Formula coming in and playing you didn't the Unbearable. Spell the name of your team right, man. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, what? That's you spelled it wrong. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I you love it. Be embarrassed. I love you, Bar. <laughs> uh, some other interesting matches. Spence is playing Bar, the aforementioned Bar. Um, Jim Green's playing Zadius. That'll be a good time for the people. Uh, and then some other matches. This this whole um, this whole thing will be released. This whole schedule will be released tomorrow morning, um, so you'll be able to see it all. Uh, and yeah, just know that every match is either uh, a play in tournament match, uh, a teams match, uh, or something a little more fun. Just make sure you hashtag stay till the end a little more often uh, in Act Two. There might be some one stuff. could say between one to twenty times. You should hashtag stay till the end because I edit the whole match. So you should stay and give it the whole view. Listen to what the people have to say in the post match. Come on. Yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Sometimes moment. they cry. It's great. It's happened a couple times. Yeah. I love it. 
All right. Uh, so we teased a big announcement. Nick, the announcement is here. Uh, it is. Some people know because we can't keep our mouths shut. And I'm having a baby. Um, and she will be the new showrunner of Fandom Fights. Nick and I are taking a step back. Yeah. The unborn child that Maggie is carrying. And Bucky will be your new fandom showrunners. Congrats, Bucky. He's very asleep right now. He does not give a fuck. <laughs> There's the announcement. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I said, this announcement is this should be a secret to most. We told one or two people because we just couldn't, or me personally, I just wanted to tell people. And so I told like one or two people and I was like, please don't tell anyone. Um, so now we're going to, we're going to tell you all. Um, My favorite part about this whole thing is that I've been having people ask me for the, la- like during all the like play-ins and then all the, all the matches and everything. They're like, so do you know what seed I'm going to be? And I'm like, yep. And if they're a certain seed, I might tell them that if they're a different type of seed, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Can't tell you that. <laughs> what? Tim, the history of the Summer Series tournament. It's a deep and, and a great history. Um, I believe it started with like 32, something like that. Believe so. The one that you what won, I, that was 32. I edited right? it on my phone. I think you won that one, right? Yeah, on my I edited it on my phone, yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. Tim won it. Uh, it was great. The second one, I believe, was a 16-person uh, tournament. I won that one. That's correct. Um, Following that year was another 32-person tournament uh, that Tim won again. Tim's really good at 32-person tournaments, if you if you haven't noticed. Not 16s, though. Uh, last year we had another. Six, last year we had another. You made it to the finals of that one. I know that's what I'm saying. So I would argue you were better than 14 other people. That's fair. Um, last year, Brittany Tapley uh, won the 16-person tournament. Uh, incredibly uh, missing, like. I think we did the math. She missed like seven questions total throughout the tournament or something like Including that. Including a title match, I believe. Yeah. Wild. Crazy stuff. Um, so we get questions quite often. You know, Melee's doing their 32-person tournament uh, last year. Um, not sure what they're doing this year. I don't have the schedule. I think they're doing 32. I could be wrong about that. But. I don't know if they've announced things or not. But, um, Yeah. I genuinely. Uh, 32, but fandom, fandom's done thirty-two. Fandom's done sixteen. Um, so we get a lot of questions. What are we gonna do, um, Tim? What's it like? Start like counting, and I'll like make faces. Like start maybe start at like say fourteen. Seven. Okay. Uh, seven. Um, twelve. Mm. Thirty-two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty-five. Uh, closer. 30, nah, about 27. Good. That's a good number, Tim. I like that one. I like that number two. Yeah, it's good. I That's my, that's our ages. There we go. It's got, it's meant to be. I, I'm, I was about to, I was going to say that joke. And then I was like, Shit, is that my age? I don't remember. Um, my age again? Yeah. Um, 27, Tim. I think that's a good number. That's what I'll turn. That's what our tournament will be. 27 seated tournament. Yeah, please put your questions in the comment section. Wait a second, Nick. 27. That's not going to work. Why not? 
How would we do matches with 27 people? Is Maggie laughing at our acting? No, she's coughing because she's oh, okay. sick. Okay, great. Tim, I'll tell you how we're going to do matches. We're going to do something never seen before. Um, instead of eight matches in round one when it's 16, it's 16 matches in round one when it's um, when it's 32. We're going to do nine round one matches, three round two matches, and one final match for this 27-seeded tournament. Because, Tim, if you've been doing the math, we're going to have a triple threat tournament. Um, every... Every single match in this tournament will be a triple threat. Uh, the one seed will play the 18 seed and the 27 seed. The two seed will play the 17 seed and the 26 seed. Uh, the three seed will play the 16 seed and the 25 seed uh, all throughout um, the whole tournament. Uh, everyone's going to have two other opponents, uh, which effectively means to win this tournament, you have to beat six other people uh, to get to the title match. Yeah. And I'm pumped to edit it with a newborn. Yeah. I'm pumped to write it without spinners or opponents, which means 10 categories in round two each match. Totally. 10? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Crazy stuff. And One other thing. Spinning Disney animation in Star Wars all the fucking time. <laughs> One other thing. I pitched this to Tim at the end of last year. I was like, I really want to do this next year. I think it'd be great. Uh, Tim said, Nick, you fool, we're just going to be throwing out losses like they're, like they're candy. We can't have all these players getting all these losses. Do you, do you throw out candy? Is that I don't think I said that, <laughs> but yeah, you throw out candy, like at parades and stuff. Yeah. yeah right. No, do you specifically? Oh, yes. Great. Um, I said, Tim, you're right. I think we'll do something that Melee did, uh, I believe, for their contender match, the team's contender yes. match last year. Um, normally, uh, the rule for fandom normally is that any matches above three people, so four ways and higher, uh, the, the five-person uh, play-in to the tournament, which will be happening again uh, this year in Act 2 in Revenge of the Fuzz, Um only the winner gets a win and no one else gets a loss. However, traditionally in triple threats, uh, the title match between me, Tim, and Scully, the contender match last year between Brittany, Scully, and Kastner, uh, if you don't win, you get a loss. So two people come out of those with losses, which is why Tim said, like, that's a lot of losses, you know, in, the, in, this, uh, in this year tournament. So we're going to adopt the melee rule just for this tournament for round one, two, and three. Um, the second place person will not get a loss on their record. Only the person who comes in last will get a loss on their record. The person who comes in first, obviously, will get a win and move on to the next round. The second place person will be out of the tournament, but they will not get a loss. It'll uh, it'll only affect their stats, um, their question, like their point counts, uh, things like that will all still be affected. But it'll basically be, other than that, it'll basically be like the match never happened for them. So if you find yourself falling out of contention for winning the match, you still want to put up an effort towards the end so you can avoid a loss. Yeah, and I, mean, I think that's motivating. That's for the <laughs> whole tournament. That is for yeah. the entirety of the tournament. So, very excited because uh, now I can uh, answer more questions. Correct. Like this morning, I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday afternoon when Spence messaged me and said, when will the tournament start to be shot? And I said, soon. Because I can't set up any matches until we've announced this. <laughs> True. 
Because the moment I set up the first one, there's going to be someone from a faction that messages every faction. It's like, Brokala just set up some shit. <laughs> the seating will be announced officially yeah. in an official capacity at the end of Act 2. So um, right before the tournament airs. But you'll you'll know your seating when you play. When you get put into a match. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. they announce the whole thing because the five-way play-in is the last match of Act 2. There's um, a lot of stuff going into the seating, as Nick was talking about before, yeah. with like, because there's no singles uh, picture, technically, other than the Brittany versus Joe, basically everything is affecting the seating of this tournament. Every singles match that airs in Act 2 affects the tournament in a way. So it's, it's a disaster <laughs> until... Yeah. And what's crazy is triple triple threat tournament or not, if this was just a regular tournament, I think not having Brittany or Joe in it makes it a lot more interesting right now. Because regardless, whether Brittany wins or whether Joe wins, uh, if you challenge for the belt right before a tournament, you tend to not be in the tournament. Um, nope. Yeah, that's what he's saying right now. At <laughs> so, yeah, with this tournament... You're already guaranteed no Brittany or no Joe, which means we will have someone win it who's never won the tournament before. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Unless. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I would die. I would lose so bad. <laughs> yeah, we'd get our asses kicked. We right would now. be destroyed. Me and Nick do that often where we're like, should we play again? And then we're like, Nah, we would get destroyed. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't need to be reminded about more losses. Any questions? Any questions to the chat? I'm going to go see Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Looking forward to that. We announced the other thing. I was debating this before we got on. I probably should have asked. Yeah. I know what it is. Are you sure? Yeah. You know what I'm referencing? The thing that you made a doc for like months ago? Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> we'll tell you what the team's picture is as well. Uh, mostly because you're all about to find out because you're all about to get set up in it. Um, the team's picture for the summer will once again be, uh, even though it wasn't for the summer last time, it was for the, the fall last time. It'll be the fandom team's frenzy uh, making its return. The second one. Uh, so this summer, uh, after Act 2, which... Trust me, don't sleep on Act 2. Act, we've already shot a lot of it, um, most of it, in fact, and it's it's a doozy. There's a lot of great stuff in Act 2. Uh, and then come, come in the summer, uh, you'll have the Triple Threat Tournament, uh, and the Phantom Team's Frenzy will be the title picture for the summer. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be exciting. We'll announce the official name. I already got a name for it, but we'll announce the official name at the end of Act 2, like we did with this one. I really like it. That's fair. Um... Best new team name. I like Book of Mormon. Oh, yeah. Um, there was another one that I said, good team name. What was it? I don't oh, uh, Flurkin' Shit Up. I like that one, too. You did. I like Second Breakfast Club because originally they were something else, and I can't quite remember what their first team name was. Yeah, but fucking And then shit. they were like Second Breakfast Club. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Fucking Jack. What's being added to fandom next year? I don't care. Is that what was that? Oh, uh, that's that's so far away in my brain. Yeah. When we make that decision, I'm gonna have like a six month old, so I don't fucking care right now. <laughs> like I don't give a shit. <laughs> it, it it will happen eventually, but I'm, I'm not, I don't care right now. 
It's like the last thing on my mind. I still haven't watched Transformers. Like I've watched everything else. I still gotta watch that. Um, I've slept on Act Two before. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, that, I don't get the joke, but because I said don't sleep on Act Two, so I don't know. Uh, how do you not get burnt out on writing all these matches, especially considering Melee has like twelve years? <laughs> That's just you two. Phantom was just Nick. What are you talking about? Uh, Nick, uh, so here's actually, here's a great example of, uh, my stress level with Nicholas doing. So, uh, I, I often, I edit all the matches. Nick writes basically all the matches, like literally 99%. Like I will throw in a question every now and then if I'm feeling spicy. Uh, but Nick writes most of the matches. And, uh, for an example of how lovely and infuriating Nick doing is about four days ago, Nick says to me, Hey, uh, we're going to shoot Joe versus Brittany in a few days. Um, and this was uh, like on Sunday. And he was like, do you think you could, you could write some of the deep cuts uh, before next Sunday? And I said, yes, but know this, I'm very busy this week. So I probably won't get to it till the weekend or the later in the week, like Thursday, but I will do it. And he goes, that's cool. Just also know that if I get bored, I might do it. And I'm like, okay. He did all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you had seen that yet, Tim. I saw, well, so I, to be fair, I saw it after we started this when I went and clicked on the doc, but no, Nick, Nick writes everything. And he's, I, I don't know how he does it. Um, comes from a couple things. One it's, I, I procrastinate on a lot of things in life, but I like to procrastinate with things that I feel are also, um, what's the word? Useful. Useful. It's, it's kind of like when you got homework to do, but instead of doing your homework, you like clean your room. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't want to do my homework now, but I'm going to do something like that. Maggie asked me to take out the trash. So I clean up the living room and all my Blu-rays, which she asked me to do four months ago. I absolutely understand that. Productive. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, productive. Uh, so I was in, I was, I just graduated from my master's program. I have a nine to five job. Um, in order to procrastinate from those two things, I would just write matches. That's what I would do. I now have a lot more free time. So when I have free time at work and I have nothing else to do, I'll write matches. When I come home and I'm just watching a movie, I'll, I'll write matches. Like it helps. It's uh, sorry. It's honestly the same thing for me with like editing. It's like when I sit at home and I watch movies and I edit matches like yeah. that. It's the same. It helps that I played for two years. And when I was playing, uh, other than Disney live action, I think I deep cut studied every movie in fandom um, to burn it into my memory. So it's a lot easier because I have, I still have a lot of these like useless random facts in my head that I can just like, spit out and it doesn't take as long as as it might if i had to like like some of the newer categories are taking me longer to write because i have to go mm. watch the scene like i've seen them but uh, they're not burned into my memory like a lot of the other ones so i have we to have go to like watch that and go back go and... watch the scene check check stuff um things like that but yeah no it's mostly done as it's it's calming to me it's weird but it's calming to me it's like uh, it's good because it's like oh i'm procrastinating but I have a second job too, so to procrastinate from that one, I I, I write um, this one, or I write for this. But um, yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's weirdly calming. It's like it's I think also stress. 
to be fair, the big the big issues are not issues, but the big things are the round ones, the round threes. Like obviously, Nick has to write a lot of round two questions. Um, but the more questions, the more matches he writes, the more we have saved up that we can throw around. So uh, one of the nice things that Nick does is he'll make like notes. Like if I'm solo hosting, he'll be like, move this one to this one because this set of questions would work perfectly for that match. So like just an insane amount of knowledge in there. But like, dude, yeah, I, I feel you though, Jake, because like I wrote something. I don't think we've officially announced yet. So I guess I can't say. I, you'll know soon. I wrote something recently that was an entire match and I was stressed the fuck out. It took me like four weeks to write one fucking match. <laughs> I was terrified. To be uh, fair, if I sat down and tried to edit a match, it would take me four weeks. So there you go. That's fair. Anyway, um, okay. I feel like Young Justice didn't get a proper number one contender match. Like it was fair, but I wanted to win King Cam. And I, what do you mean a proper number one contender match? He's mad they lost him. Oh, no. it was a proper. <laughs> what? What? Uh, but I get, I get it. You could, you can't have a. You could play in the in your next match and win, and then you might get there again. Like that's that, that's how that's, that would work, personally. Yeah. Um, it was a joke. I get it. I, mean, I got you. Family. Know. We're playing along with the joke. Um, Nick, holy shit. We didn't know you were an Impractical Jokers fan. Who's your favorite Joker? I'm a Team Q guy. Always have been. I don't know what that means. He likes comics. He's Ooh. got a. He's a little nerdy. He's a hard out for love for a while. He was. They made fun of him because like he was engaged once, and now he'll never be engaged again. And at the time when I was watching, like watching a lot, I was like, "Ooh, that's me." Oh, um, not so anymore. Big Q fan. Big guy. I like Southie. I like them all. I've seen I've seen them live. It's I'm a weirdly big Impractical Jokers fan, but that's like my comfort show. Um, but I've seen them all live. I've seen since Joe left. I've seen Joe do stand up in Connecticut. Um, yeah, big fan. You've seen them live. That's your comfort show. Impractical Jokers. Yep. What's your comfort movie? Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. You're a big fan of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Um, my comfort movie? I don't know that I have one of those. Oh, I've got quite a few. Like, I have, a, obviously, I have, like, favorite movie, like Shawshank Redemption, and, like, all these things are my favorite movies, but, like, if I want to, like, sit down and just, like, put something on to, like, ease myself in, like, I put on a TV show, usually Impractical Jokers. I'm weird where, like, if I start a TV show, I feel like I have to watch the whole thing. So my TV, I mean, my comfort shows are like Friends, Everybody Loves Raymond, Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love um, The I Office, love Parks and Rec. But then I, I feel like I start the first season and I'm like, oh, we got to keep going. Uh, no, I watch Ted, The Muppets. Um, I love you, man. 40-year-old virgin, all those. Um, Q is cool, but nothing beat Joe's lack of shame. Can we expect any debut singles match in Act Two? Not in Act Two. Not in Act Two. We're considering possibly some for Act Three. Um, maybe early Act Four. But like we said last season, we don't like to have debut singles matches too late in the season because it then then it sort of disqualifies them for winning Rookie of the Year ever. Um. But just know that, like, if you've signed up on the thing, me and Tim got your name. Um, messaging us 
specifically saying like when am I debuting like over and over like it's it's just not gonna help. I'm not I'm not speaking about anyone in particular because a lot of people do that, but that usually makes us like wary about like throwing you in earlier rather than later. But if you've signed up, we've got you. Uh, we'll get you in as soon as we got a spot. Don't have to say what it is, but considering any new categories are getting rid of certain categories. I would say we're considering altering one. Yeah. If you remember our conversation. I, well, yeah, I don't love it. But yeah, I yeah, we have we we are considering altering one as a very fair thing to say. There's none that I'm like yeah, itching I, to get rid of right now, though. No, definitely not. And and I will I, I won't say which one it is since it's like very early in the works and I want I don't want people to be like, oh cool, I can study this less or like this is definitely happening. But like there is a category that's been around from the beginning that's feels like it needs more added to it in order for us to keep asking questions about it. Um so that will always be around, but it'll probably be something might be added to it. That's really all we're considering right now. But yeah, like Tim said, I'm not really considering ditching anything right now. I think everything's for the most part working out. Um there's some others I might like talk to Tim about like, hey maybe we can alter this one a little bit. Um but yeah. yeah, um, probably the top, definitely the top fifteen. Uh, this is winners at war, Tim. This is season forty, where all wow. of, uh, a lot of everyone. Wow. <laughs> it's people who won the show before they come back and they. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but it's very, very good. Uh, I probably just breaks the top ten, but definitely top fifteen. Um. I would love John Wick. I've actually already thought about it. So maybe. An an assassin's category? John Wick and... Oh, American Assassin. (laughs) American Assassin, yeah. John, or so John Wick and then that one movie starring Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. And Michael Keaton. Uh, no. God, I'm sorry. Everyone really wants it. No, did you see his other? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's why I skipped over. Good job. Um, <laughs> scream and horror. Not confirmed. No. Um, I don't. If I had to put money on it, I would bet that horror icons isn't changing next year. But at the end of next year, it might be when we start being like, hey, maybe we rotate something in. Yeah. And given that Scream seems to be what Saw used to be, where it's like just pumping out another movie every year at this point, um, maybe could be its own category. Or maybe we do like a horror icons B B tier, yeah. Ooh, like Scream, Saw, and like Texas Chainsaw or something. It's like just horror icons again, but it's like. We could call it the not as good horror icons, or I the not as not as iconic horror icons. Yeah, I'm be less that. iconic. You could throw Chucky in there. Yeah, because he's or really that, small. That ghost from Poltergeist, or um, that the Rock in Midsummer. Ooh, Midsummer, 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 the Rock at the bottom of the cliff. Fuck that movie, man. Um, okay, so any other questions? Uh, the light pole in uh, Hereditary. 
Yeah, that was rough. That was a rough light pull, man. Maggie closed her eyes before it happened because she knew what was going to happen because she read the Wikipedia, so it was spoiled for me. There have only been two times in a theater where I've considered getting up and leaving. Um, only twice. That was one of them. Just because because I you were upset? or Because you I was it. so uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God. And then the way, not to spoil Hereditary, but the way he just like goes home and just doesn't know what to do, so he just goes to his room and lays down and like just waits till he hears his mom scream in the morning. I have never been more uncomfortable in a movie theater. I almost got up and walked out. It's pretty rough. The other time was Holmes and Watson. <laughs> you saw that in the theater? <laughs> yeah, big, I'm still a big Will Ferrell fan, but yeah, he did me dirty on that. Javi, you're inviting us to be mean to you. <laughs> like, totally. like, how are we supposed to respond to that? Well, I guess but no, we would never. Okay, we're definitely not doing it now because <laughs> Ooh, that was close. We almost lost. <laughs> All right. Um, last thing, guys, put it in the chat. I need all 17 of you to put it in the chat. Nick asked me a question earlier. It's really important. Should Nick tonight go see Scream 6 or Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. So put it in the chat. Scream 6 or Dungeons and Dragons? I said Dungeons and Dragons because I thought Scream was just I probably don't need to see scream in the theater like i could wait till that's fair on the voodoo maybe until i toss it on the voodoo <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair jack Ooh, you got two screams a jack go a jack I mean, none of them have seen dungeons and dragons right because it's it's today is today the it come, well they had some early showings i know alex saw it i know brian saw it Again, I like Scream Six. I just it's not my favorite of the franchise. Scream Six. Right. You're getting a lot of Scream Six. Maybe it's Scream Six then. You'll have the opportunity to see Dungeons in the theater later. This is true. But Scream has been out for like a few weeks, so you might miss it if you. How scary it. is it? It's not scary. Okay. Like I saw, I saw like Halloween ends and Halloween kills in the theater, and I was okay. I was oh, by yeah. myself, but like big dark room. I was like, okay, I'm a little scared, but it's okay. Scream Were six. you at all scared by the, any of the other Scream movies? Little. Okay, well, you'll be fine. It's not that scary. See it in 3D. Because it's in New York, you said, right? It is in New York. That's I true. live in New York now. Will it give me nightmares? Can't confirm. I'm going to go see Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it for us thank you for watching uh if you have any other questions throw them our way via messenger or comment on the facebook post and we will try to get to you so uh apps jake is absolutely correct on that halloween kills and ends are hot garbage uh we'll see you guys real soon with the more matches for act number two revenge of the fuss it's coming so we'll see you guys soon bye